Hey everybody, this is Dr. Bill Janishak at the Conquering Stress Podcast, and here we are talking about all things stress. You know, stress is physical, it's chemical, and it's uh, emotional. So with those three brands that, you know, we're going to find some level of stress. Now stress, you guys, you've been listening for a while. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's uh, stress actually makes you stronger. It causes your body, your mind, your spirit, your life to uh, to adapt to whatever situation that there is going to make you grow. And um, being a doctor, right, guys, that I'm always talking about, uh, well, I'm often talking about physiology, um, movement, how the body works, sort more of the meat suits kind of stuff on there and how to uh, to break stress habits or kind of just, well, conquer stress. But when we get into the to the mind and the emotion portions, there's a lot of things that that are gonna um, that are gonna attribute to your your stress and your levels of stress and your life as a stress. And one of them that I don't talk about and I'm not an expert in is the stress of the relationships and you know both men and women, but more particularly, probably based on my uh, my analytics of who's listening to this that you are uh, probably about a 40-year-old female between 35 and 55, and you have some stress. The women have probably the most stress than, well, most more than men, because they, they carry on so many different things. So I thought that it would be very beneficial for y'all that if I kind of get out of the way and we start listening to another expert. So I would love to bring on... Trez Ibrahim. Now, Trez, welcome. I thank Hi. you and welcome to the podcast. And I am excited for everybody to hear uh, your expertise and your thoughts on on relationship stress, what women are going through. But before I let you yammer on, um, I want people listening to know that that they're they're actually talking to unbelievable expert in in that you are i i hate the term life coach you are a, uh an executive coach a, a personal coach to many celebrities and billionaires and millionaires and you've traveled all over you probably are the most educated person if we go through your bio about everybody that you've worked with everybody that you've learned through um I'm I'm amazed constantly on our you know our personal conversations about how awesome you are and how you can speak with a heart and with authority. So uh, everybody listening, I want you guys to listen to Trez and know that this is not only experience, it's education. And when you delve those two together with a great big heart, you get Trez. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me here. It is an honor. I love I love our chats and um, how far down the rabbit hole we tend to go. It's fun. Uh, when we're on that <laughs> chat. So a lot of fun. <laughs> so tell me about women and what they're going through right now from your perspective. What, what are you hearing? Yes. Well, first of all, I I think it's just an incredible time to be a woman right now because we really do have the option of living the best of all of all worlds. You know, my grandmother wasn't allowed to work. My mother, my grandmother was not allowed to go to school. She wanted to be a doctor, and her dad said, "No, you know, your job is to get married, have kids, you know, raise a family." 
And um, and then you skip to my mom's generation where she raised the kids, you know, um, took care of the family and she worked. And um, she was kind of the first generation of women who really had an opportunity to express themselves and to create something for themselves out in the workforce, out in the world, you know, outside of the home. And, um, you know, me growing up, and I think our generation, and I'm 52, so I'm a little bit on the older side of, of, of your um, clients range. Um, but I think it's, it's more so in the younger generation is we've kind of swung the pendulum the other way. So what do you mean? Women what do you mean? are so focused on working and being independent and creating and making things happen and going so far. And I'll call it the masculine world of, of controlling things on the outside world that we've kind of lost touch with our own, femininity our own passions our own strength our own nurturing side and when we don't have that balance um, that's where stress comes in in my own work in my own experience in my life and you know when I work with my clients that's where I'm seeing is where they they're so running on this masculine energy of of making things happen of being independent of taking care of stuff of really being in survival mode um it started by choice and now it's almost um by circumstance by events you know the fact that a lot of uh, there's a lot of single mothers there's a lot of women who don't get the support uh, from the men around them there's a lot of women who who have um swung so far the other side where they feel like they have to be so independent that they're exhausting themselves. They're burning out. They are um, losing touch with the part of them that rejuvenates, that refreshes their life, that gives them that sense of, um, you know, I, I can, I, I can feel supported so I can keep going. There's only so much that a woman can do without getting that reciprocity um, until she burns out. And and to me, I think that's where a lot of women are, are depleted and stressed out and their adrenals or cortisol levels are all shot. I'm, you know, you're the doctor, so you know more about that. I'm just, you know, just generally, um, it's, it's really affecting, uh, affecting women. Well, and, you know what's interesting? Um, so like, I'm a big hippie doctor. And hippie doctors, we're always talking about the 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 core. Anytime you're going to the nap, rather than just like giving a, a pill potion or a powder to take care of, because like I'll tend to see people after their cortisol's bad, their melatonin, their hormones are off, their back pain, their neck pain, they're in pain. So I'm getting the physical manifestation of that, of that, the whole stress syndrome. So as a hippie doctor you know, a holistic doctor, we're going, well, let's get to the cause. And we can run, we run amazing tests on the meat soup. We want to see how everything's going, but you know what? And this is why exactly why I wanted to have you on, because that's not the cause. It's mm -hmm. still the, the path from the, yeah. the effect, because if we clear that up and we do, so anybody out there that needs to help, we do clear that up. They still go home to a dominant masculine energy uh, at the same time as a deficiency of the feminine energy. Um, can you talk about 
define those because some people are listening and, and they go like, what are they talking about? I'm a woman and I'm going to do this or I'm a man. Can you just briefly describe the two energies? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I believe we all have masculine and feminine energies within us. But when we're in a female body, we run on certain hormones and chemicals that are really more feminine in nature. I don't know if that's even the right word. Um, But when we talk about, you know, estrogen and and all of those versus masculine energy is, is very testosterone based. And so we have both of these energies, but in a female body, you know, I like to think of it as we kind of need to be 80% female, 20% masculine or feminine, 80% feminine, 20% masculine for a male body. You know, I think what's appropriate and what creates balance and optimal living is running off of the 80% masculine and 20% feminine energies. So what do I mean by that? So in my book, The Modern Woman, it's discovering your inner sweet, sexy, badass queen. And why those four? Now, those four are what I've identified as four archetypes that women can fully step into to live this stress-free full-filled life, full of joy, expression, wealth, abundance, love, nurturing, all of that. And so when we talk about the four archetypes, it's really stepping into a way of being. Now, two of those archetypes are feminine in nature and two of them are masculine. So the first one, would it be appropriate to kind of briefly share? Yeah what those are. Okay. So the first one is the mother. This is the sweet part of a woman. This is the nurturing, the nourishing part of her. This is the part of her that knows your needs before you even know them, can anticipate your needs and, and is willing to give them to you. So this is the mother that wants to feed the children or feed her husband or provide this beautiful space um, that, that is connected to people around her. And we love that energy, right? But a lot of us have moved away from that because because we realize that when you're too much of, of that mothering, nurturing energy, you become a doormat or you become a martyr or you get taken advantage of. So that's one piece of it. And, and I'll tell you, in my generation, I grew up seeing my mother being very nurturing and also working her bottom off, um, taking care of everyone else except her. And I grew up thinking, oh, heck no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and so I went the other extreme. So But instead of going the other extreme, the way we balance it is by the masculine energy of the CEO. The CEO is the part of a woman that is out expressing herself in the workplace. She's starting businesses. She's running corporations. She's making money. She's very organized. She's very disciplined. You know, she she creates in the external world. She's also the woman that sets boundaries. So she can tell the internal mother that enough's enough. This person at this point is taking advantage of you. Or now you need to fill your own cup because you've been giving so much that this is the time to pull back and and fill yourself with what you need. And so, so is, those is two CEO, energies. Is the, the CEO. CEO one of the the female archetypes as you're talking about it's one of the four archetypes that i have women step into but it's masculine in nature that's and what, the yeah, way I, I was, that's what i was noticing that yeah. so is it is it like being able to to go in and out of that 20 percent that you should have of the of the testosterone kind of thing so that you can enhance the 80 percent and protect the 80 percent Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the CEO allows for expression. So it's, it's really being out making things happen. 
Okay, cool. And um, and it does balance out the other energies. Now, I I don't I, I I'm not a fan of the word balance. I don't believe it's possible to be balanced. When you think of balance, you think of equal. So okay. it's not equal. It's really more of a dance. It's okay. I'm I'm very nurturing. I'm very loving. I loved connecting with people and taking care of and making people happy. And at some point, there's got to be you know a, a, the CEO coming in and saying, okay, enough's enough. Okay, now it's your turn. Okay, set the boundaries, shut the door. <laughs> um, and so it's more of that dance. And, and what I love about these archetypes and what has really helped my clients is it gives them a quick space to go. It's like, oh, I need to bring in my mother right now. Oh, I need to bring in the CEO right now. You know, oh, you know, and, 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 and so we can kind of call on that aspect of ourselves when we need it, when we feel something is off. Now, there are two others. Again, another masculine and feminine. The, the other feminine um, archetype is the queen, the high priestess. She's the spiritual part of a woman. She's the one that's connected to her core, connected to something greater than herself. She's very. She's the one that's connected to her values, to her integrity, to that deep part of meaning. And, um, and again, it's very, it's very, it's a spiritual part of a woman that can see kind of that eagle's eye view of what's going on, you know, down, down under, you know, down on this, on this planet, down on this physical existence. Um, so she brings in the moral, she brings in meaning, she brings in values. So perhaps to see, and we've met CEOs, right? Women who have had to prove themselves, who are so powerful, so strong um, in the workforce, or even at home, or in relationships. And we call them a great word that sound, rhymes with which, right? Why? <laughs> because they're so far in their masculine nature, you know, that they're 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 forcing. And, and they're the first ones to get the diseases and to get burnt out and to have, you know, their bodies rebel against them. Um, and they're, cause they're full of that, again, that testosterone energy and full of the anger and the force. And, and so, so the high priestess balances out with, you know, kind of softens her up, gives her meaning behind what she's doing. And then the fourth archetype is a playmate. So this is a masculine nature. Now the playmate is that sexy part of her. She's the one that dresses well. She's the one that puts makeup on. She's the one that flirts. She's the one that has fun, uh, brings in, you know, that exuberance to life. Now, why do I call that masculine? Because the focus is outside of her. When I, when I look at these archetypes, the way I define the feminine archetypes versus the masculine the feminine is very internal based. The mother is is connecting with her heart. The the high priestess is connecting with that part of her that's greater than herself. The the CEO is focused on the physical world, making things happen, buying the cars, save, making the money, um, all of that. And and the playmate is also focused on the external world. It's about how I look, how I interact with people. You know that that the vibe, the sexiness, all of that stuff. Um, and that's important because a woman needs to feel beautiful. She needs to shine. She needs to have fun and, and bring that joie de vivre, you know, to life. It's that little girl that wants to come out and play. 
And she has to part, it has to have part of that. And what I've seen, which is really sad. And I think another, another thing that causes stress is I've asked women. And usually when I first start working with them, one of the first questions we talk about is what do you like to do for fun? What do you enjoy? What makes you laugh? And it's so heartbreaking that women in their thirties, forties, fifties have no idea. You know, what's funny is that I'm, I'm, I'm looking through this. And I'm like, okay, that makes total sense. And one of the questions that I ask all the patients that, that come in after I do everything, I said, okay, well, what do you want? Why are you here? And they tell me, well, I don't want to be in pain. I don't want to bloat. I want, I don't want to be, you know, be up on. And I said, okay, well, you've just told me everything that you don't want and you're fighting for. So what are we moving towards? And, and the same thing, it's crickets. And we've lost those, those dreams. I'm curious in looking at your experience, are there different types of stress manifestation? If somebody's like, like if somebody's like 95% mother, you know, how, how does that manifest themselves? Or if they're like 95% playmate or CEO, do they, do they, um, do they manifest in their problems differently Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And there's actually specific things that occur. Someone who's too much in their mother becomes a martyr or a doormat or gets taken advantage of. Someone who becomes too much of a playmate gets taken for granted, especially by men who just use and abuse her and drop her, you know, like a wet towel. I don't know. Is that, is that a saying? No, you can use that. It's your show. You can you can say whatever you want. Someone who um, is too much in their CEO is um, is is very stressed, and their body doesn't function the way it's supposed to function. Because again, you're pushing the the test, you're you're raising those levels of testosterone, you're blocking the estrogen, and then someone who is too much of a queen, a high priestess, is flaky, and she has she can't pay her bills, and she doesn't know left from right, and she's walking around like oh you know, <laughs> in la la land. Because, because so, they're just connected to like the universe and the vibe of the world. And we do yeah, there's no grounding. And, and unfortunately, we live on a planet that requires us to be grounded to the planet. So it's not an ideal place, even though it sounds great. You're very spiritual. It's unless you're a nun who has your needs being taken care of by other people. And you're, you know, you're you're living in a convent. You don't have to drive. You don't have to cook. You don't have to do anything. Then then that's okay. Um, otherwise, it's not appropriate. So all of those will lead to stress in different ways. And you know, it's it's interesting because yes, you know, we we've got these cycles. But I want to talk briefly, you know, about women who hit menopause and this kind of um, I I think explains what happens. Um, in the female body. So from the age of, we'll just say 13 to 50, once a woman menstruates, she's kind of at the mercy of everyone else. Her body is a machine to be used for procreation. And two weeks out of the month, you know, there, there's, you know, there, there's, she's kind of out of commission. I mean, and it's, you know, and then when she does get impregnated, that's nine months where she's out of commission. And then the rest of her life is raising this child. And so she's physically designed to be giving. 
which kind of sucks <laughs> when you think about it, right? Like her body is designed to just be giving her entire life. And um, and then you hit that point of, you know, again, I, I don't know exactly what the age or the average of in, for menopause, but at that point, it, she's kind of given her life back. And so at that point, you know, when we talk about the, all these symptoms, and I don't think I don't think any woman has to experience any symptoms if she really balances her life, which in turn will balance her hormones. At that point, you know, wait, wait, you know, like my best one of my friends is experiencing hot flashes. And I'm like, that's energy moving through your body, go do something with that energy. Because at this point, she can now focus more on the CEO. That's when you go learn something new. That's when you go create something that's when now she gets to live life for herself on her own terms. So instead of sitting there fanning yourself and letting it all block, you know, get blocked in, which is what happens. That's why you get the hot flashes. This energy is moving through you. It's go out and create. You so know, it's, it's really it's very interesting because, you know, the- our, our dear friend, Glenn Depke, who's a uh, natural, uh, naturopath and an yes. expert in mental pause says the exact same thing from the meat suit end of it is that the only two true symptoms of menopause is you stop menstruating and you're unable to to bear children all the hot flashes insomnia and everything else those are because of other issues either adrenal or something that you've you've adapted to because of the your lifestyle throughout your life so much so that you think that it's normal because um everybody has it mm-hmm. yeah so you know what's interesting is you know what i have so many other questions but i don't want to go too crazy down the rabbit hole i'd like to make this a part two um so today we've covered um the female energies and the four archetypes going through that um and we can get that done. So if, let me get over here. Um, if we can get that that going on, I'd love to have you back and we can talk about um, the rest of it because I know there's so much more in there and I want to cover your book. So we can do part do if you are available. Absolutely, we'd love to, yes. Awesome. All right, so... Uh, I'll release you because I'm going to respect your time today. So everybody out listening, if this has hit you, if you're going, hmm, I want you to stay tuned and look for part two of this on the Conquering Stress podcast and we'll catch you later.